At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hour three of the Nightcap here on VSIN alongside Sean King. I am Tim Murray. Just trying to think of something else. Just don't think about what's going on in the game that I bet for the start of the show. And team you bet was up 23 and you thought you could sit back and rock and share it. But, you know, sometimes teams blow 23-point leads to inept offenses. Good job, San Francisco. All right, moving forward. Let's head behind the counter. Let's bring in Dwayne Colucci from Rampart Casino. Always love his insight as he has joined many shows across this network. Dwayne, getting ready. Just normally, you, I know the Super Bowl, national championship, where does this weekend normally uh, stand up when it comes to handle? Well, Tim, it's definitely a massive handle weekend, especially with two California teams as well as the Kansas City Chiefs. So, you know, it's not as you know as much as the national title or the final four or so or opening weekend basically of the uh the uh tournament but it's definitely up there and especially with these teams that are involved the rams the 49ers we're going to garner a massive handle last week's handle was off the hook i have to say there were marquee matchups with the buccaneers and rams and that uh fabulous cap it off Kansas City and Buffalo matchup. That was almost like the Super Bowl, but we're anticipating great handle, and the handle thus far on the Rams and 49ers has superseded even what I have felt thus far in advance. So it's going to be a great weekend, guys. I'm really excited. You know, Dwayne, speaking of last weekend, I mean, what a divisional round of games from excitement standpoint, but it also had to be a pretty good two-day run for the books, considering that Three road dogs, not only covered, but one outright. Is that the case for Rampart? 
Well, Sean, it was really good on Saturday, but I have to say Sunday we came back down to earth. A lot of Ram backers. My place was packed with Ram fans, Sean, and I was surprised. You know, there were a few Buccaneer fans as they started to get back into the flow and tie the game and all that, but we had a lot of Rams handle. I was really surprised, and Sunday became a tough day, but Saturday was definitely our day at the Rampart in South Point. That was the day that we had a, uh, you know, a bigger win, and all the parlays and teasers, I always stress, are tied into the evening game. And that was such a good two-way matchup with Buffalo and Kansas City. So when you have all those parlays and teasers involved, guys, it becomes like almost a four-way loss. And definitely the total hurt us more than the outcome of the game in the Chief Buffalo game. But definitely Saturday, Sean, was the big day. Sunday rolled over. There was some nice, uh, you know, there was nice handle, but we definitely took a little bit and the public took a little bit back. Welcome once again to Dwayne Colucci at NY Bookie Dwayne on Twitter at the Rampart Casino, uh, part of the South Point family there. And, you know, sportsbook wise, do you get more action, Dwayne, because you guys don't go to juice numbers? It's, it's the way that you guys always do it. Chris always mentions it when he's on the show with us. It's always 11 to 10. So when it is this late in the season and the lines are so tight and your counterparts across town are going to minus 110, or sorry, minus 115, minus 120. Do you see more action coming in at your books because you always keep it minus 110? Yeah, I would definitely say so, guys. And and it's important in a game like the Cincinnati game. You're seeing everybody around town now go to the Chiefs minus 7, 115. We are currently at the Rampart and South Point minus 7 with the 110 like you just spoke about. So 54 is the total, and definitely that helps. We have uh, hung our hat on that. Chris Andrews, Jimmy Vaccaro, all the guys, even back from Bird Osborne in the day, we always had the flat 110. We don't believe in moving the vigorish. It's either you move the seven or you go to seven and a half as the money dictates. And that's definitely an advantage for the player when you look at it, when you don't have to lay with that favorite, that 115. So it definitely helps with the handle. And I feel it's one of our more powerful tools at the Rampart and South Point. And we take pride. It's an old school technique. It's the old school bookmaking mentality. Chris Andrews has it. Jimmy Vaccaro has it. Vinny Maiulo, myself. We've been in the industry so long. Those guys have been double what I've been in, and I've been in it 25 years, guys. So, yeah, definitely it helps to handle. Dwayne Colucci, racing sports book manager from Rampart Casino. Dwayne, I know the 49ers were a preseason darling of a lot of people you know, to be in this position. But after the early season struggles, you know, a lot of people got off the wagon. But it was an opportunity from a future standpoint to give some very, very good odds for the 49ers. Of course, the Bengals are, are still representing long odds. From a future standpoint, what kind of liability do you have as we move into the championship round and ultimately the Super Bowl? Yeah, we have a big liability, Sean, on the San Francisco 49ers. I'm sure Chris has uh, spoken about it before. And that's how we try to offset. We put up some propositions. A lot of people were out there on Twitter on how how could you have such a low value if Kansas City plays San Francisco. Uh, You know, you read into some of our propositions, and it feels like San Francisco would be the favorite. But that's just because of the future's liability. A lot of people felt that Garoppolo and this team would be 
bounce back, and some of the players aren't even there. Mostert isn't even there, Sean, and a lot of people felt that he was going to be the lead running back, and a guy like that got hurt, but San Francisco has still been able to overcome all this adversity, and they seem like the look, the lucky team, guys. You know, you look at that Dallas game, Dallas kind of shot themselves in the foot. They did beat Green Bay. You know, they shut them down after that last, for uh, the first drive, I have to say, and definitely they put their uh, hat in the ring. So San Francisco is always a futures market favorite when you're in close proximity to California like we are. And definitely we have a lot of San Francisco backers. So there is future liability on the San Francisco 49ers. We'll look to offset that, though. You know, the Chiefs are there. Cincinnati, a surprising team. And the Rams definitely garner a lot of the future market just because, like I said, they're in California as well. But the 49ers are the liability, Sean. You hit the nail on the head, and we're looking to offset that. And definitely, we're going to adjust our odds and our futures market as well as our propositions. Dwayne, what is right now on that game? I'm curious because it felt like last week a popular dog was the Rams, and that came home. It felt like two weeks ago a popular dog was the Niners against the Cowboys. That came home. Are the 49ers shaping up to be a popular dog? What has the action been so far on Niners and uh, and Rams? Well, Tim, it's been a great market thus far. Like I said, the uh, the bets have been four times the amount of wow. the Kansas City and Cincinnati game. Wow. And definitely that is the marquee matchup. We're sitting at three and a half right now at the Rampart and South Point. Total of 46. We opened it at three and a half. So we're just sitting level right now. We're seeing a lot of good two-way action. A lot of Ram backers. You see myself. You see Jimmy Vaccaro put out all these big future tickets at, uh, you know on the game itself that have been uh, bet on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday by the sharp bettors. But this is definitely a good two-way game. A lot of people are finding it tough to handicap. They revert back to that last game of the season. Rams had a big lead. Then all of a sudden, San Francisco snatches victory, gets in the playoffs. But you look at that victory against Tom Brady and Cooper Cup, and, you know, that has just been amazing how the way Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup have been the marquee hook up in the NFL this year. So a lot of people are going two ways on this game. I anticipate a great handle is it has not gone to three yet. We're still sitting at three and a half. So you could tell that it's an awesome betting game. And like I said, the uh, action has been four times the amount of Kansas City and Cincy. Well, well let's get to that Kansas City uh, game. And I, 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 we've gone back and forth. It, it seems like the market, and I, once again, I know you guys always stay minus 110, but you look at Westgate, uh, DraftKings, Circa, they've all gone to a juiced number for Kansas City. Trying to hold off getting to that hook. Uh, is your feeling as soon as that hook arrives, uh, that sharp action will take the Bengals plus the points? Yeah, I would think so, Tim. But, yeah, you know, who knows? I yeah. felt that the game could possibly get to eight. Wow. I mean, if Kansas City could replicate the way they played against Buffalo offensively, it's going to be so difficult for Cincinnati because this is another level. But, I mean, Joe Burrow, Chase, these guys are so well-versed on the offensive uh, you know, scheme. It's going to be tough on both ends. And I think Kansas City has to step up a little more defensively, but I could easily see us going to seven and a half. I think the Sharps will try to buy back if it ever got to eight, but I definitely think we're 
going to see seven and a half here. I think that the Chiefs are, you know, they're, they're the right team. Yeah. Right now, coming off that Buffalo victory, that was such a massive comeback and such an emotional victory. And now Cincinnati having to win, beating the number one seed, and now coming into Kansas City with two road games, a very young team, it's going to be difficult. I think we're going to see a lot of Chief money, guys. Maybe to buy back at eight, but you know, seven and a half is definitely going to be uh, what we see in the next couple of days, in my opinion. And before we let you run, Dwayne, uh, the total has gone up, up, and up here uh, on this one. Uh, we got about 30 seconds. What are you seeing right now, KC Cincy total? Yeah, we opened 51 and a half. Now it's 54. You're going to see a lot of over money. Everybody is thinking shoot out like the last game. You know, defenses are a little suspect in the AFC right now. But, you know, anything is possible if the Chiefs clamp down and Cincinnati starts to make mistakes or the opposite. Chiefs fall behind and have to uh, play catch-up. Anything is possible, but we're seeing tons and tons of action on the over thus far. You could see a a two-and-a-half-point move at the Rampart and South Point up to 54 from that opener of 51-and-a-half. So you're seeing the money play out. Great stuff, Dwayne. Always appreciate it. Have a good night. Uh, Thank you, guys. All right, thanks for coming on, Dwayne. Dwayne Colucci, it is the Nightcap on Visa. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Hunt down a win with the Football Showdown series presented by Amazon Prime's Amazon Prime Videos Reacher. Play free fantasy football during the playoffs and fight for your share of 20 grand in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Jack Reacher now to get in on the action. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. Well, at least one of us will... Hopefully, it's 112, 104. Hopefully, hopefully be happy here. Luckily, I took them on the money line. Yeah, you just so. need to win. Yeah, but Minnesota won't die. Like, it's one of those games where, like, you know, Minnesota's being scrappy. You know, they're getting all kind of second-chance points. You know, just they're probably going to do just enough for anyone that took Warriors minus, I think, six and a half. Like, to not cover that number. 
Well, they start hitting threes and. Yeah, there's Clay. You know, they score punches. Uh, there's, there's Clay hitting threes, putting up the goggles. Points in bunches. They're, they're feeling feisty. You know, it's funny because they're playing this game in San Francisco. And and then I bet a team that's in Fran- San Francisco, and they look like uh, Kevin from The Office carrying that big pot of chili. Well, oh, oh, oh. One, of the, one of the teams has guys that I actually recognize. Uh, I'm pretty sure that I could not name a player on the San Francisco Dons college basketball team? Just because you, once again, San Francisco is a top 35 candidate. Right, I'm not knocking so that. They I'm, don't, they don't, I'm talking familiarity. Jabroni, you know. Yeah, I'm Bill. talking familiarity. You know, they they just, by losing this game, just got passed by Marquette and Ken I'm so, it was, strictly talking familiarity. That's it. It was not. Uh, it was not fun. And they blew a big lead against BYU, too. So, good job, San Francisco. Thank you. 23-point loss. 23-point lead. Lose outright. At home. At home. Yeah, make sure you throw it in there. In a must-win game. Not must-win, but a very important Did you take St. Mary's in the second half? I should have. I took Iowa in the second half. That came home. You know, it's actually, it's funny because I thought about it. Because it's 41-24. There's going to be a regression, right? And that would have been an... That would have been the easy winner of the night, St. Mary's in the second half. But I didn't do that. Good for you, man. I'm happy. Why are you happy? I lost. I didn't take it. No, that you took Iowa in the second half. Oh, well, thanks. Jeez. Thanks. Um, just a couple odds. Grumpy, man. I'm, gr- I'm very grumpy right now. Need I need Spider to come in here. We just had cheer me up. Dwayne Colucci on. He's great. Yeah. Like, think, like, we're somebody. Like, the people in town that are somebody come and talk to us. That's right. Yeah. And then you're going to be grumpy after that? I'm going to be grumpy. We ran out of time, but I meant to tell him that I might stop by there because, you know, Pegasus is coming up this weekend. What's that? <laughs> it's a big horse race. <laughs> Remember the Marlins man, the one who said he's going back to? Yeah. I got Ron Flatters in Vegas, too. I just texted him. I just, Everybody's he doing here. I mean, yeah, they must have some kind of horse racing competition going on. So I definitely got to go and see my guy. There's tons, tons of folks, man. They're they're all about town. Vegas is the place to be right now. Yeah. Um, we didn't mention this. It seems like the Colts defensive coordinator, Matt Eberflus, mm-hmm. is going to be the next head coach of the Chicago Bears. Now, I try to keep my coaching hiring takes to a minimum, Sean, because I just look at Chris Mack for Louisville, for instance. Right. He was hired by Louisville. It was overwhelmingly applauded. This is a home run hire. Where'd he come from? Xavier. Mm-hmm. His alma mater had gotten him to a one seed. He's the all-time winningest coach at Xavier. And it was a no-brainer. And he's gone in less than four years. So there were a lot of people say, well, how could you do this? It's a defensive guy and Justin Fields is there. I don't know. Maybe he's really smart. He has to go into these interviews and wow people. And ultimately he did that. So I I rarely have opinions on on coaching hires. Do you have one on this one? I mean, the he's guy, a, he's the a guy, fast riser. I don't know enough about him to say like yes or no. Uh, you kind of just got to trust the Bears organization when it comes to this. I would say the personnel guy in Indy would be the one that I would be, you know, very interested in because I think Ballard. they've done a great job of, you know aligning that roster with really, really talented young players. Um, 
Defensively, I have to go and look at it again. Uh, from a scheme standpoint. They were very opportunistic. You know, they would get a lot of turnovers. I hadn't seen his name mentioned in, in, in a bunch of interviews, so it kind of caught me off guard slightly. Like, not completely, but. So when you think about what the Bears just did, which was last year they traded up to mm-hmm. get Justin Fields. They do not have a first-round pick because they gave that to the Giants to get Justin Fields. Justin Fields is clearly their guy, unfortunately. Right. And for he's Andy. a defensive guy. And so Unfortunately, Andy Dalton's time. Who's he going to hire as an OC? It's going to be huge. Right. Uh, Brian Poles came from Kansas City. Kansas City. So he was the, I'd be very the interested how well do Brian Poles and Coach Eberflus, is that how you say it? I think it's is it Eberflus. Eberflus. How well do they know each other? And what kind of agreement do they have from a personnel standpoint? Because from what I'm hearing – the Byron Leftwich to Jacksonville is not complete because Leftwich has issues with Trent Baalke and the current way the power vacuum is set up. And I don't blame him because if I'm a head coach, I need my GM to help me manage the salary cap and to help me manage the business side of the organization. If I'm a head coach, especially, and listen, this is just my opinion, mm-hmm. as a former player, I would need to have final say in personnel. As a head coach? Yeah. A lot of power. A lot of time. It's also a lot of risk. Bill O'Brien had that, and it torpedoed him. Because he's a good coach, and then he started running things as a GM. But look at me. You've been around me for how long? Uh, Going on six months, right? Six months, yeah. Have you ever come to work at any point and thought that Sean King would trade DeAndre Hopkins? No, I don't know. I don't think so. Come on, man. Jesus. Like it's... You do look like the type that would give up a couple first-round picks for a left tackle, though. No. No. Come on, man. You look like – I mean, come on. You no. like Tunsil. I love Tunsil, but – First-round picks. No. Come on. No. But that's what I'm saying. But you got to have – There's not enough hours in the day. It's I busy enough. I wouldn't take coach. a head coaching job where I didn't have final say in personnel and I didn't know the GM. Had never worked with him before. So apparently, and I don't know, this thing is so moving and we've been on the air, but. We're getting closer to the game. We're up 10 with a minute 40 left. It's not as much as I'd like, but I feel better because I have them on the money line. I have Golden State on the money line to close out this parlay than I would if I was minus six and a half. As you would say, oh, no one cares. You didn't even give this bet in time for people to join you. I I feel bad because I started the show saying I like San Francisco. A couple people on Twitter Join me. That's where I feel terrible. I mean, me losing money, no big deal. Like, but, I mean, I'm always going to tell anybody to go bet Golden State minus 255. That's true. Right. I have them on the parlay on the money line. Well, I'm just saying, you didn't tell anyone about your four-leg parlay. Well, the show this. starts at 7. The right. game started at 7. Tw- Twitter's 24-7, I heard. It's, yeah. it's always open. I think I'm about to sell picks. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> no thanks. Hey, man, Puckster Thomas is, is on fire. Yeah, your bankroll's not on fire. Yeah. Um, but, no, going back to it, apparently. That helps. Curry just hit a three from the logo. That. Uh, Eberflus. Eberflus. Or no, are you no, talking no. about Leftwich? I'm talking about Jacksonville. Yeah. If you're Leftwich, you, you left why not just wait? Like, don't be forced to take a bad. Not necessarily a bad job, but be forced to be in a bad situation. The NFL is hard. Mm-hmm. 
Man, it's hard. It's hard to get one of those jobs. Yeah, but ask Eric Bieniemy. At the same time, I'm sure Leftwich doesn't have an issue with coming back to Tampa. And if Bruce retires next year, you know, being in a position to take over Tampa where he knows Jason Lout and his Jason Light and his prowess. But is Todd Bowles gonna get that job? Well, I mean Todd Bowles is here in town interviewing with the Raiders. Him He is. Uh Todd Bowles has been Josh McDaniels. Todd Bowles has been a head coach before. I bet if you asked him, he'd agree with me that if you're going to take a head coaching job in the NFL, you have to have a previous relationship, in my opinion, with the general manager if you're not going to have final say in personnel. Because what I'm saying is you have the third pick in the draft, and what if the GM – well, say the third pick in the draft is available, and the GM wants to trade up and give up two first-rounders to pick a kid named Trey Lance. And you're sitting there like, <laughs> you know, Jamar, Jamar Chase is available right now. And we can add him on the other side of Brandon Ayuk, and I want to put Debo Samuel at running back. You know, this is legitimate debates. And so it comes down to who has the final say, if there's dissension in the room or if there's a disagreement. At the end of the day, okay, if this person says we're going to do this, who is that person? Trey Lance was awesome. Maybe he will be. But if he were, man, that 49ers team would I be know really good. If Jamar Chase was on the Niners, they'd be favorite versus the Rams. That is probably a factual statement. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Were there any dogs biting tonight? Talk about that next. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. If you missed any part of our show or anything on the VSIN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. You can rewatch or re-listen to me meltdown as San Francisco melted as well. Catch replays of all our shows or download and listen on your schedule. Go to vcin.com slash podcast. Get beating the book with Gil Alexander. Market insights with Josh Applebaum. We've got hardwood handicappers, the Lombardi line, follow the money, my guys in the desert, coast to coast hoops, and many more. They're all free, folks, and available now. vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. It has gone final out in the Bay Area. The Dons lost, but the Warriors won 124-115. Got the cover, too. Never in doubt. Got the cover. Sean. It's always the dilemma, you know, when I'm putting my tickets together. Mm-hmm. Especially with the NBA. I just hate having spreads in the NBA. But both teams that I money lined. On your parlay. Yeah. Covered. Covered. So the difference between a minus 255 and a minus, I think it was 230. Mm-hmm. I mean, as opposed to minus 110, 110. So the 8 to 1 is probably I can't do the 14, 14, 13, 14 to 1. Because I had, cause I had the uh, Panthers puck line, which is plus 150. So three minus 110s and one plus 150 in a 14 parlay. I mean, a four-leg parlay is, is 10 to 1. Is 11, yeah, 11 to 1. Right. So, yeah. And then you add a plus 150 there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. See, don't get greedy. Though. I'm not. Eight to one. I did it. I took both of them on the money line. There you go. Yep. And that way you didn't really you didn't really have to sweat here. Just, just kind of cruised on in. Cruising. So what was your four-leg parlay? Because I, I need, you know, pos- positivity. Puck does here. what he does. 
Took the Ducks okay, over. He does, what he does. Doesn't let anyone know. Took the Ducks over five and a half. Final score five to four. Nine flies over the total. Took the Panthers hosting the Knights, but Florida's unbeatable at home on the puck line. Minus one and a half goals, plus one fifty. They won four to one. Took the 76ers. I had heard that LeBron might not play tonight. He ultimately ended up not playing on the money line. They covered the spread as well. Then I culminated it with the Warriors on the money line. They covered as well, but we didn't want to take any chances. We want to continue to cash tickets as we get closer to the AFC and NFC championship round games on Sunday. Just looking at a couple games going on right now. We've got Gonzaga at home against Loyola Marymount. They went off as a 28-and-a-half-point favorite. They're going to cover. Uh, They're up 19 right now with 12-and-a-half minutes to go. Make it 22 as Chet Holmgren buries the three. Is he having a good year? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then we've got I never get to see USC and Stanford. Oh, he's got a three and then blocked the shot on the other end. So yeah, Chet's Chet's pretty good. I think I saw the last uh, latest Jonathan Gavoni mock draft had him going number one. By the way, USC at home laying eleven. Game is tied with Stanford with ten and a half minutes to go. USC I think is fraudulent. I I would. I'm looking forward to fading them. Such a nice thing to say. NCAA tournament. They're just focused on out there trying to get Caleb Williams. You know, it was interesting uh, as I was kind of going back over your San Francisco wager. Yeah, thank you. Didn't that line seem stinky? No. That San Francisco was a favorite? A small favorite. Yeah. They were saying St. Mary's was live. Ken Palm was, I mean, Ken Palm was... Predicted St. Mary's minus one. Is Kim Palm like a real person or is it a computer? That's a real person. Okay. Ken Pomeroy. And he so, specializes in ranking. He's got his own. college basketball He's got teams. his own. Anor- no, I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. KenPalm.com. It's, it's, you know, becoming Bible-esque. Uh, it's very numbers-based oriented. And Does he charge, like, for picks? Yeah. Uh, it's not picks. He doesn't. He just has his models and puts out what the numbers, what he's not. He's not giving an opinion. That's what his system does. And, yeah, he it, he created the system, though. Right. So it's his opinion. I guess. Yeah. On what factors are most important. Sure. Yeah. But, I mean, he. But you don't, want me, you don't want me to come up with a Big King's best play. What? I think we should do Big King's best play every night. Feel free. You cash out me 50 bucks a day, and I'll give no. you my number one Puck Shadamas play. No. And that's how we can start. We can grow it from there. It's called We Have a, a Show. That you get paid to do, and okay. if you got if you got plays, you give out the plays on the show. That but the problem that is, the you keep watch. chastising me because my don't tell plays anyone. have already started before our show I starts. T- look, I tell people all my plays all the time. Yeah, I don't have that kind of time. You have three hours every day. But the plays have already started, and then you can't bet. For instance, okay, Scott Seidenberg is coming on after us. Yeah. He was talking about the Rangers game. The Rangers lost a terrible game tonight. Columbus. But this morning, when I was reading up on the game, it and listed the number one goaltender, Igor, as the guy that was going to play. you have a Twitter account? Yeah. Ultimately, though. They, that real Sean King, right? Listen, ultimately, they started the backup goalie, Georgiev, and he squandered a 2-0 Rangers lead. So my point being, I can't give out tomorrow's hockey plays because and that's fair. you don't know who's in goal. And then they like they try and keep it top secret. Sean King, the co-host of the Nightcap on VEASAN, has a Twitter account, at RealSeanKing, and you could let the fine folks know, hey, this is where I'm going. 
I need some help. If you're a Twitter genius out there. It's called a keyboard. Yeah, I need when to you get up. on there, you type, and then you hit send. And then you let the people know. You're very good at retweeting. You do that quite often. Oh, yeah, Nick said, uh, our, our director, Nick, who you've, you're very kind to. So I don't, first of all, me, By the way, me and Nick are besties. Bowl champions, Secondly, Nick. I don't need someone to tweet for me. I need to, like, I don't think I've mastered the features. Like, my, my, my picture is still of me coaching. Like, it's a great moment. I love to coach. The joy on my face Are you is really asking how to change your Twitter? No, episode? I know how to change the picture. But there are some algorithms, and when you tweet where it gets to the most amount of people, where you kick it here as opposed to this. Like, for instance, you yeah. always say when you retweet, don't at the person right. first. Yeah, you can when – you, so when you tweet, right. 20,000 people are going to see it because that's how many followers you have. Right, I get that part. But that number should be a lot higher. <laughs> yes, don't at – yes, when you tweet – you want to include someone. Don't start the tweet. But in my defense, I was really, really late to Twitter. I was really late. I joined Twitter in 2009. So you started in. So I was way behind the eight and ball that, in Twitter. And, that, and then I didn't really use it initially. So because, so because of that. No, I'm saying I didn't. You started in 2009? Yeah. I didn't start till 2013. No, but I. And then I got. I don't know what happened to my account. Like I was. I didn't have a Twitter for like two years. For real. How does this mean anything? I'm just telling people I like well, first of Rangers all, puck line well, listen, tonight. Listen, tweet. first of all, I have an Android. And so I think the Android works what? differently with Twitter than the iPhone. Because I see people do certain things on if Twitter. If you were on the stand right now, you'd be going to prison. Because you, you're, you're doing a terrible job. You're like, I can't tweet. I see you tweet all the time. No, I didn't say I couldn't tweet. And that, so you can't tweet. I'm Rangers trying to become an expert at how to post videos and how to do different things, like the nuances around using the Twitter, not like the basic functions. Jeez. I'm just, I, you, you could be the most basic Twitter person out there and figure out a way how to type out a couple letters to say what bet you're on tonight. But, all right, enough of that. You do you. I'm going to fight you. You were just mean when I bet San Francisco, so I'm just coming right back. No, I just asked, was it a, sneak, a stinky line? Uh, apparently it was. Cause I would have thought San Francisco would have been five, six-point favorites. Why? They were home. Against St. Mary's, who's an NCAA tournament team. No, now. No, they were before. Um, all right, let's get Shaq, to it. Shaq get, looks pretty bright, too. We're watching uh, the TNT Brothers. Can I just talk about some dogs yeah, that kinda... won tonight? All right, the biggest dog that I saw that won in hockey, your world, the Kraken. Yeah, beat the Penguins. Penguins were minus 350. Uh, they closed minus 330. I think the Kraken here. was plus 260 or something. Plus 284. Yeah. So the dogs were biting there. What were the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets? Because the Rangers were minus 200. Nice. Got some dog stuff. I like it. I like it. About. I like it. We need to work on call up the Baja men and see if we can utilize who let the dogs out. We, we, need, to, we need to purchase that. Uh, Columbus, the Blue Jackets, yeah. they took care of the Rangers, a home dog, Ooh, my specialty, plus 169. All right, on to college basketball. There were some uh, dogs barking. Who let the dogs out? Good. We'll go. <laughs> Can our listeners hear the dogs barking, or is that just in my IFB? I think it is. 
Yes, but they just piping it in for it you. Sound like a pack of wolves, man. <laughs> Good lord, man. This is oh god. All right, I'll run through a couple. Uh, hey, after our first full year, like the bloopers reel, this is gonna be hilarious. Well, I just like how you were trying to make excuses why you couldn't tweet out your picks because you have an Android. Uh, Eastern Illinois, your biggest dog of the night, plus five fifty. <laughs> On the money line, they went into Tennessee Martin. You don't go into UT Martin and win as a 13-point underdog. They sure did, 58-53. There you go. Eastern Illinois. Isn't that where Tony Romo went? Yeah. Catch that ticket, Tony. The nightcap here on Visa. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It is a nightcap here on VEASAN, and folks, it's never too early to prepare for the big game, and we want to make sure VEASAN is part of your plans. We'll be with you throughout the playoffs, and then on championship weekend, we'll have 56 hours of free video coverage on VEASAN.com, leading up to our sixth annual live big game bedcast. It's the biggest game of the year, so make plans now to join VEASAN betting experts before, during, and after the action on VEASAN. Com. Joined by Scott Seidenberg. The man, the myth, the legend. The co-host of this show on Thursdays from 945 <laughs> to 10 o'clock Pacific. And the host of The Look Ahead, Sundays through Thursdays. And gentlemen, before we jump into the beauty that is championship mm. weekend and relitigating Sean's affinity for Twitter that he's had only since 2009. And he has troubles because he has an Android. Um, I'm trying to upgrade. Okay, go to a go to a. Store. You know how you you're in a nice car, and then you get in a really nice car, and you're like, okay, I. So really, you don't like your Android. So I've been using Twitter, but I haven't really been using Twitter. Like I've been using Instagram, but not really using them. So I'm asking for someone with expertise to come and show me how to expand my horizons as I try and grow the nightcap. Oh. Type. And press send. Yeah, that's, that, that was my yeah. solution. That didn't get the results I want. That's not reaching the masses. All right. Uh, before we jump into conference championship weekend, uh, a look at 
Friday's college hoop slate, not the beefiest of ones, but uh, we will dive through and look through the weeds and see what we can find there. Uh, I think Air Force potential live dog opportunity catching eight at home against Wyoming, uh, Rhode Island and Dayton. Rhode Island just ooh, absolutely uh, threw away a game against Richmond at home. Uh, they are at Dayton. Uh, the one game I, I think is intriguing, and uh, I have a, a, a sneaky suspicion that this will be my sweat tomorrow night. Boise State has is, is really been playing some solid basketball. They've won 14 in a row. Uh, they're going into Fresno State. Fresno State, quality basketball team. And you're going to look at that spread and you're going to say, wait, Boise State heading into this game with a record of 16-4 and four and hasn't lost since November 30th is only a one-point favorite on the road at Fresno State. Ken Palm projects this actually as a Fresno State two-point victory. Very low total. Uh, I do like the home team in this spot. Also a little revenge. These teams played back in late December at Boise State. Fresno lost that game by 10. So I think you got a live dog, just a little dog, just a little bark, ready and available there. I will take Fresno State to uh, get the minor upset over Boise on well, Friday. Well, night. first of all, on the GFX2 uh, screen, whichever that one is, we got to get the graphic right. So we got all the logos of the team on the right, except for the Rhode Island Dayton game. They're flipped. And then is Ohio State playing or is it Ohio? All right, man. Just just relax, okay? No, because I, I gotta give Fresno my State, guy, I gotta give have, my guys uh, a hard time in the back. A uh, seven footer or six foot eleven guy, uh, Orlando Robinson, I think is his name, uh, from Vegas. Um, he plays player, for Fresno. Fresno watched him ball out against UNLV. Couple of weeks ago, told you to take Fresno in that and, one. Fresno's uh, good, man. He can. He, he's pretty unstoppable. He's like twenty-one and twelve before I could blink. Yeah, it's gonna be a fun game. That's a good game tomorrow night. Should be low score. Low post guy. Or total total Big under one twenty. Yeah. All right, Big let's man. uh let's wrap things up with uh, Mr. Seidenberg here as we get ready for championship weekend. Jeez. Laying it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Lay it now. It's yeah. going up. Mm-hmm. It, the yeah. the market is moving and. You're starting to see it. It's trying to get my Jeopardy finger in there, so I got the. So I'm I'm kind of leaning that way. T- tell me why. Um, did you watch that last two minutes of the game? Yeah. I mean, it's, this it's fun. This team is unstoppable. They are the most dynamic team we've seen in years. Mm-hmm. And I know we, everyone wants to bring up the Bengals winning in Cincinnati a month ago. Okay, Kansas City Chiefs blew. 14-point leads multiple times in that game. They only scored three points in the second half. That is not going to happen in the AFC Championship game at Arrowhead. They're not going to go an entire second half with only scoring three points. The difference in that game was, yes, the Joe Burrow, uh, Jamar Chase big plays, but also Cincinnati got the ball back with six minutes left in regulation, and Kansas City never saw the ball again. Yep. They were able to sustain a long drive, maybe some misuse of the timeouts for the Chiefs uh, down the stretch. They could have, they should have stopped them. You stop them, you'll get the ball back. Even if you give up a score, you trust Mahomes to score when you have the football. That was the difference in that game, that six-minute drive. But it wasn't just that six-minute drive. Cincinnati did a very good job of ball control in that entire second half where the Chiefs only had three possessions. They punted twice, and they got a field goal once. I'm that's with, not going to happen here in this AFC Championship. So I'm with you, and that's why I'm leaning to the Chiefs. But 
part of me watching the last portion of the divisional game was I also saw the Chiefs defense. Sure. And, and they that worries me because it was miscommunication. It was bad technique. Hell, they had a play where the Chiefs defensive back grabbed his own guy. <laughs> and, and I mean, I'm just and I'm looking at this and, and it, it worried me. So I actually did send a couple texts out. Like, it's just embarrassing. Can we get this fixed? Clean it so, up. <laughs> but I am leaning Chiefs. I, one of the reasons I am, and you tell me, does this factor into your decision-making when it comes to wagering? Last week, three road dogs went on the road in a divisional round and won games outright. Sure. It's, 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 it's hard to ignore that, but it's the reason why I was actually thrown off with the Chiefs game at the end because I was on the Bills. Uh-huh. And I said, listen, oh, three. Right. We're talking about three outright dogs winning. That's not a good sign for my Bills. But, right. Um, and I'm still not – I'm never going to get over that game, to be honest with you. Um, but – Did, you just did have to they look blow at this a 23-point lead? No, no, that was – No, but I had plus three and a half because I paid the money to buy a point and they go into overtime. And <laughs> touchdown. Right. So, That's they, they, <laughs> I'm never going to get over that. 13 yeah. seconds. Uh, script kick, you win the game. Anyway, when it comes to this Kansas City Chiefs team at home – AFC Championship, with all due respect to Joe Burrow, who's had a tremendous season, with all due respect to Jamar Chase, this offense is not going to be stopped. They're so dynamic, and one of the best prop bets I love is Patrick Mahomes over his rushing total. We've seen yep, him yep. take matches and a half is where it's at. in this postseason and that... in postseasons in the past. The problem is, is that with this Cincinnati team, you have to help out on Tyreek Hill. You have to help out on Travis Kelsey. You can't afford to leave a player to spy Patrick Mahomes. So when you're dropping back in coverage, like the Bills did a lot, and the Bills did a very good job mm-hmm. in the first half, especially, of containing the, the the throwing options. But what did Mahomes do with all that space in he front of scrambled. him? He scrambled, and he took off, and that's what's going to happen here again. And, and, and if they try and limit that, so they send an extra guy, they try to rush him, guess who's going to be on single coverage and is going to have a big day? All those wide receivers and those weapons. And that's why Kansas City. City's in the championship game and Green Bay's not. Because against the same kind of coverages, uh, Aaron Rodgers decided, hey, it's I'm not going to run. It's too, too cold. cold. I'm not going to run. How about Brad also Evans? Just don't get Brad Evans loved line. the Patrick Mahomes over 20 and a half. He said he also loved over, what was it, 13 and a half, his longest rush? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a cor- correlated situation. I mean, look, if you played that like I did last weekend, that mm-hmm. cash in the first quarter. That make you feel good, right? Hey, oh, my God. It Man. felt so good. Speaking of cashing. Oh, early, God, it felt good. Do you remember good. when we talked to Brad last week and we said Joe Mixon over the 21 and a half receiving yards? Mm-hmm. His first catch, 22 yards. Wow. One play, cash the problem. Devin Singletary, <laughs> touchdown anytime, first, uh, first drive of the game. So in the Rams-Niners game, as we transition to that. Look at his shirt. Plus three and a half. In, in that in that Niners colors. Nice, nice. I'm going to bet both tight ends <laughs> on first touchdown of the game. Okay. So Higby and Kittles. Or okay. Blanton. Uh, Blanton, right? Blanton. Yeah. Was he 125 yeah. to 1? Jeez. Yeah. Here's what I – this is – I have a feeling about this game, and this is not – I've overanalyzed this all the time. I feel like this is the game where it's, you know, the get over the hump game. Like – the like they finally beat the 49ers. This is the game everyone's celebrating. And then they get blown out by the Chiefs in the in the Super Bowl. But this, I just, I'm so on the Rams here, and I've just been against. Look, I've been wrong on the 49ers. I bet against them in the wild card round, they lost. I bet against them last week, they lost. But let's call it for what it is. Jimmy Garoppolo has been terrible. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys did everything in their power to lose that football game. The Packers. Had so many opportunities to win that game. If not for a block field goal and a block punt, they win the game. And also, 
if their defenders could catch, because Jimmy G should have thrown three interceptions or four interceptions instead of one interception, cold ball, I know, they should have had at least two or three interceptions. My favorite bet of the entire weekend, it's minus 150, lay a little juice. Jimmy G over a half an interception. Nice. This to me feels like, we actually agree to this. This to me feels like the neighbor special. You know, the neighbor you don't talk to, bringing out his trash cans. He says, "Hey, Scott. So San Francisco's a three and a half point underdog. Haven't they beaten the Rams six straight times? Sounds Four just, of those times were Jared. Goff, sounds just count. like Georgia, did, Alabama. Didn't, National they, title didn't game. they just beat them in Thank Week you. 18? Thank you. Rams blew a 17. Why? Lead. Why Stafford is it still three picks. and a half? Interesting. Interesting. He's coming up. He's got three hours to talk about San Francisco blowing the 25-point lead. It's a nightcap here on Houston. Before, before. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare